Welcome to Dad Perfect, a podcast for busy dads and our favorite heroes, the wives who stand with them. Dads who understand that investing in your family is the greatest investment you can ever make. Dads who are ready to dig deep and become the perfect dad for your family to become Dad Perfect. Hey everybody, welcome to the Dad Perfect podcast. This is episode one, where I tell you a little bit about me. Thanks for joining me today. Welcome especially to all of you who are listening for the first time, which is probably all of you since this is my first time too. This is my very first podcast. For those who may be jumping back here and listening for the first time in the future, thank you for joining us. I am grateful that you are listening and I ask for your patience as I try to tell my story. I'm not a professional podcaster. As a matter of fact, I never thought this would be something I would be doing. I'm a dad like you. I'm a busy father like you. I'm an entrepreneur. I've been in business for 20 years. I've worked in various positions in various businesses over those years, usually behind a desk and not in front of people. So speaking into a microphone is new to me, but I will do my best. I'm doing this because I am passionate about what I'm going to share with you. I'm passionate about being a dad. I love being a dad. It brings me more joy than anything I've ever done before. Being a dad is the most important responsibility I have, and I absolutely love it. For many years now, my family and friends have encouraged me to share this passion, uh, to share it to help other dads. But I've been resisting because I think to myself, who am I to do this? Who am I to share? I am not an expert. The tricky thing about being a dad is there really aren't certifications, degrees, achievements, or any other definitive means of learning how to be a dad or how to identify someone as an expert on being a dad. We're all just dads. We're doing our best, and we learn as we go. So after much encouragement, I have decided to take the leap, expert or not, and heed the encouragement of my family and my friends. So this podcast is the first step in sharing what I know about being the best dad that I can be for my family. I am not perfect, far from it, but I do believe that we can each be the perfect dad for our families, hence the name of this podcast, Dad Perfect. As I get started, I thought it may be helpful for you to know a little bit about me. As I've already mentioned, I don't claim to be a dad expert but I do have quite a bit of experience and education behind what I am going to share with you. For the remainder of this episode one, I will share with you a little bit about my background, my experience, and my education that have led me to this point in my life, and why I feel driven to share it with you. As dads, we work hard to provide for our families, in more ways than just financially. For many of us, we feel highly driven to succeed at work and succeed at home. We spend years and years of our lives and significant amounts of money and time preparing and developing ourselves for our profession. But how much time do we spend developing ourselves as fathers? When was the last time you took a class or went to a conference or got a degree in being a father? For almost all of us, I would guess, 
The answer is likely never. This isn't because we don't care about being a good dad or we don't want to learn more, but it's because there really isn't much out there for us. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of negative things out there. It seems we are constantly fighting against incorrect and dangerous messages and stereotypes about fathers today. Fathers today are constantly bombarded with messages of uselessness, of false responsibilities, of unfulfillable measures of success, and a general kind of just lack of meaning of what it means to be a father. These messages are often subtle, but they are powerful. Given decades of deficiency in correct and uplifting messages concerning fatherhood, a lack of general examples of good fatherhood, and even outright efforts to destroy the importance of fathers, it's no surprise that we as fathers today are often unprepared, confused, and overwhelmed with being a father. So this is why I am stepping out of my comfort zone and recording this first podcast. I truly love being a father. I am passionate about being a father. We need great fathers in this world. We each have the capacity to be a great father for our family. I really, really believe that. I believe we have everything we need to be the perfect dad for our families. My hope is to help you unlock your best dad self and guide you through some core principles that I've implemented in my life as a father. There are nine core principles that I have used in my life, in my journey as a father, that have helped me to build a loving, close, and powerful family. We're not perfect. I'm not perfect. But we are thriving as a family. We are trying every day, and it's amazingly wonderful. So with that, let me introduce myself. I'm going to start back at the beginning. I think it's important to know a little bit about my childhood. So I was very blessed to be raised in a loving family. My mom and dad were both very loving parents. I feel like it was very much a blessing to me to have them as examples in my life. But when I was about nine years old, my parents pulled all of us kids. There, there were four of us. I was number three of four. Pulled us into the family room and told us that our mom had been diagnosed with cancer, which was devastating for a nine-year-old to hear that. And we fought. She fought valiantly for five years. But after five years, when I was 14 years old, my mom passed away from cancer. At that time in my life, everything changed. I lost the one person that really understood me. My mom was the one who I connected with. My dad, who loved me very much, was very busy as an entrepreneur. He had started some businesses. He was working two full-time jobs, the business he started, and then also as a president of another company, uh, one of the fastest-growing companies, private companies in the country at that time, an electronics company. And he did the best he could, but my mom was gone, and that changed a lot of things. He eventually, a couple of years later, remarried a widow with four younger boys, and we then had the experience of combining these two families. There will, I'll talk more about that later. That was also definitely something that shaped my life for good and bad. In a lot of ways, I learned a lot from that as well. 
But uh, these early events in my life really shaped my family experience, and they were at the core, at the beginning of what became this passion for me, which was learning about families. When I was 19 years old, I chose to serve a two-year mission for my church, and my mission president, that's, that's someone who kind of presides over the group of missionaries in a specific area. He was by profession, a family therapist. And he called me in after I, he had been there for a while. And he wanted to talk to me about the loss of my mother and grieving. And I kind of resisted, but he insisted. And he also changed my life. I was so impressed with what he was able to do that when I went to college after this mission, I decided to study family science with the intention of becoming a family therapist. And I studied things like you know, theories in family perspective, cognitive development, human development, or psychology and sociology, child development, marital relationships, family life education, marital and family therapy, all, all sorts of things like that. And as I got towards graduation, I kind of realized that that's not what I wanted to do professionally, although I was very interested in it. And so I then worked for a year in our family business and then went back to earn my MBA degree and, and learned all the business principles. And since then, I have been working in business now for over 20 years in family businesses, in my own businesses, with some success and some failures. I've been highly driven to succeed as an entrepreneur, and it's been a great experience. But I didn't really do anything with families, but I've always been interested. I still maintain that interest and just read. I like to read studies and I observe when I go to the grocery store or I go to church or I go other places, I watch fathers. It's not intentional. It's just like what I do. And I, I watch how fathers handle situations and I try to learn and evaluate. Not a judgmental thing. It's very much a curiosity thing. And so now after 20 years since graduation and with 20 years of experience as a father, I am thrilled and really excited to be bringing together my two areas of study in Dad Perfect, my family science and my business, bringing them together to help what I call driven dads, that's us, those who are highly driven to succeed at work and at home, to make sure that we are succeeding at home as fathers. When I was, so 20 years ago, just as I was finishing my master's degree, is when I met my wonderful and beautiful wife. She was the best decision that I ever made. Together, we have four children. We went through a lot of difficult times and challenges to have these four children. We wanted a larger family She's the oldest of eight children. I've already told you a little bit about my background, but we are so grateful for the four children we have. It took us about 10 years to have all of our children, these four. And during that time, I had helped to successfully build and sell a family business. We had built our dream home. You know, we had our challenges during this time. Two of our, our two younger boys were born with special needs. And my wife was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. We struggled with some miscarriages. We all go through things, but at that point, after the, our fourth child was born, our life was great. I thought we had it all figured out. We were facing our challenges together, raising our children with love. Financial success was ours. You know, what could go wrong? It was kind of the way I was thinking. Well, life has a tendency of humbling all of us, and I'll tell you a little story of what happened. So I got off the phone. I was on the phone call with my oldest son, who was about 14 at the time. And he had just called me to tell me about a great experience he had just had. And I was very happy for him, thanked him for calling me. And I was in my truck driving. I hung up the phone and I broke down 
crying so hard, just sobbing, that I could hardly see the road ahead of me. Because I realized in that moment, I was missing it. I was missing his life, all of my kids' lives, and my wife's life. We had moved our family a few years prior. I had started a new business. Soon after starting that business, it was a retail, actually an e-bike, electric bike business, way early, very early, early. Soon after our opening our first store, I opened a second store, and I was commuting between the two stores every week, four and a half hours each way. I would basically live at one store during the week, the one farther away, and then I would come back on the weekend to our home store. And I put everything I had into that business. I was dedicated to making that work. Our money was very tight. We had put, like I said, everything from the previous business successes. We had put it all into this. So money was tight. I was gone all week at this other store. And when I would come home on the weekends, I worked at the home store on Saturdays, served in my church all day Sunday. I would often not get home until 7 or 8 o'clock at night on Sunday. I'd get up Monday the next morning, drive to that other store, and I was gone. And I realized when I hung up that phone that paradoxically, my drive to succeed at work, to provide for my family was actually costing me my family. So it became do or die time for me. Together, my wife and I determined that we had to make some real changes because what I was doing was not working. It wasn't sustainable. It was creating stress in our home. I was becoming more and more distant and The business was actually failing as well. And it was time for me to really put my family first. And it took a lot of trust. I couldn't just say it. I had to actually do it. And I had to readjust my priorities and make some serious changes in my approach to providing for my family. So we decided to move our family, close that original store. Uh, We eventually actually had to close the whole business. It was probably the lowest point of my life. I felt like an absolute failure at everything. I felt like a failure at business. I felt like a failure at home. And I was humbled. I was forced to be humble. And I had to dig deep inside, work just to get up each day. But with the help of my family and with the help of God, I was able to do it. And it was hard, but it worked. And that process is what I'm going to be sharing with you. What I did and what I had to do to get my life back into harmony and to create the family that we have now. So I I drew from my own experiences growing up. I drew from my education in family science and in business. I drew from the strength and support of my family for sure. Uh, Without them, couldn't have made it. And I and we made the changes that I needed to make. And I did it by striving each day to implement these core principles that I will be sharing with you. But today, my life is absolutely amazing. We still have our challenges, but we're facing them together. I feel fulfilled at home and at work. I have strong relationships with my wife and my children, very loving and close relationships. And we as a family are thriving. I am thriving. I believe that all fathers have the capacity to be the perfect dad for their family. I believe that you have the capacity to be the perfect dad for your family, the dad that your family needs. Being a father is amazing. It really brings me more joy, fulfillment, and richness 
than anything else I've ever accomplished. Business is what it's going to be. I work hard at it. I've had some success, some more success, and I've had some more failures. I don't know how the business is going to work out. I do my best at it. But no matter what happens with my businesses, if I have my family, I have everything that is important to me. So becoming the perfect dad for your family, to do it, you have to replace and build on these core principles. It's not just doing a list. It's going right to the foundation of what it means to be a dad and building on those principles and making your life founded on being a father. Everything else falls into place when your focus and your foundation and everything you do is founded on being a father. And it is so important. It is absolutely critical that being a father is founded on unconditional love. Unconditional love is the most powerful, the most inspiring, and the most fulfilling culture that you can build in your home. This is what I want to share with you. I hope you'll come and listen. I really do. I'm really excited about this. I'm hoping that I'm not boring you, (laughs) that you like what I'm sharing, and that you will come back. I am appreciative, and I thank you for taking the time to listen to my story and why I feel driven to share this with you. I'm going to share more. I'm going to share a lot more. I just skimmed over it today. There's so much more to go into about why I feel this way, about all the many things that can be done, and the wonderful rewards, accomplishments, feelings, fulfillment, inspiration that you can get by focusing on a father and focusing on these core principles. In the next episode, I'm going to give you a little better overview of these nine core principles that I'm talking about, that I've referenced. And then in subsequent episodes, we'll dive into these core principles more. We'll share more stories, explore more tips and strategies, and much more. I have so much to share, and I'm super excited to be starting this podcast. But I know you're busy. I respect that. I've been there, done that. I'm busy too. As an entrepreneur, I know there's not a lot of time in your day. So I will do my best to keep each episode to around 15 minutes, give or take a few minutes, and only release about two episodes each week because I know you have a lot to do. And listening to me ramble on should not take up your day, but I hope it's worth it to you. Come back and take 15 minutes a couple times each week. I'm going to be storing each podcast episode as well as more information on my website. So if you miss an episode, you can come back and catch them. The website is dadperfect.com. Please go there. I invite you to go to the site, dadperfect.com. Learn a little more. There's some more information there. And you can register. By registering, you will have access to much more than just what we talk about on this podcast. And you'll have a way to ask questions, suggest topics, anything that you would specifically like me to just to talk about or to study more, to get information and to share. That's a place where you could do that. I hope you will check it out. I hope you will register. And until next time, I just want you to remember, you really are the perfect dad for your family. Nobody can do this better than you. You have everything you need to be dad perfect. This has been the Dad Perfect Podcast. Thank you for listening. If you want more, you can get it. More resources, more tips and strategies, more dads and moms sharing experiences, and much more. Simply go to dadperfect.com and sign up. That's dadperfect.com to sign up for more. Until next time, remember, you are the perfect dad for your family. You are dad perfect. Perfect.